Hi, this is Blake Andrews, lead pastor at Victory World Outreach, Denton, Texas. This is our podcast, and we're so glad that you came to check it out today. I hope this message encourages you and inspires you to do great things for God. I've ever preached. For reals. You'll see why in a minute. It will have nothing to do with my preaching. But this is about to be the best. Honestly, I was thinking about it over there. I didn't say that in the first service, but... This is going to be the best message. Amen, Pastor Mario? Am I right? It's going to be the best message I've ever preached. Our vision over here to the right, if you look on this wall, maybe you're a guest. By the way, if we have any guests, let's let them feel welcome this morning. Amen. Let them know we're glad they're here. We hope you feel welcome and excited and feel the presence of the Lord. We're a church that's been here for 14 years. We're part of a fellowship around the world. We just came back from our conference, our worldwide international conference we had a lot of pastors that weren't able to go because of COVID situations still with the visa and all that. That devil's still working. But we had great reports, and we were able to take an amazing amount of people. I don't know what the final number was, but it was, it was over 100, maybe closer to 150 people from our church were at the conference. Amen? And it was an amazing, amazing time. If you, if you haven't gone, start planning right now. You've got a whole year. Just start planning right now. Start putting money aside. Start planning because it, it was amazing. So we have churches in Africa, we have churches in Mexico, we have churches in Costa Rica, we have churches in uh, El Salvador and, and Czech Republic, and I'm going to miss some, but all over the world, Ireland, Ireland, we have a church in Ireland that's got 14 countries in it, just like our church, amen? A powerful, amazing, supernatural things going on, and that's our vision, reach, teach, sin, and this morning you're going to see what that means. I want to put the background up for the title, the best message I'm ever going to preach, the vision in action. This morning you're going to see the vision in action. I'm going to give you just a few verses to show you what the, the vision of our church is and what the vision of God is. And then we're going to have some exciting announcements and we're going to have some exciting challenges. And I want to share a little bit from my heart. I believe this is going to be a prophetic morning. If you don't know what that means, if you're new to the Lord and you don't know what that means, it means... God shows us something that's going to happen in the future. You know, as Pastor Mario was mentioning just at the offering about, about the, the, the living room, when I started this church with my wife and my, and my two little girls at that time in our living room over behind Bill Utter Ford and Post Oak, we started that church with a vision that this is what it would look like down the road. Amen. We had nobody there. We didn't have even folding chairs. We just had a couch that we moved away from the wall. Put some coffee on the table. And Laura Austin showed up at our very first service. If you know who Laura Austin is, that first day she showed up. So I didn't have to preach at my wife. Amen. She got off the hook and I didn't have to preach at my daughters. I got to preach to somebody. Amen. And God began to do a thing, but there was a vision. A vision is seeing beyond what you can see right now. Not with your physical eyes, but with your spiritual eyes. And that's the great and amazing thing about a supernatural God is he allows us to see with beyond what our physical eyes can see. So I want to look at John, sorry, Mark chapter 16, show you a few scriptures here that this is the gospel, this is the plan, this is the vision that Jesus left us before he went up into heaven. And it says, go into all the world and what? Preach the gospel. The gospel is quickly, so in case you don't know it, Jesus came down from heaven, born of a virgin, that means he, he came, he was God 
coming down from heaven, born of a virgin, so there would be no bloodline in him from, from our sin. And he was born, conceived of the Holy Spirit into a woman and came out as a, as God, as a man in God in man form. Lived a perfect life, then went to the cross to take the penalty of our sins on him. And then that, if, that, if that wasn't enough, if he would have stayed in that grave, the cross wouldn't have meant nothing. But the Bible says three days later, the ground began to shake, and there was an earthquake, and Jesus came out of that tomb, and he rose from the dead, church. And because he rose from the dead, the Bible says we will rise from the dead as well. Amen. I always tell people, how many would like to win some? I'm just going to throw this in for free. How many would like to win some souls? Get some people saved. Let people know about who Jesus is. I'm going to give you a real easy lead in. I don't know how to witness. I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to people. Ask them, do you know where you're going to go when you die? That will get them thinking. Just ask, do you know where you're going to go when you die? And then whatever their answer, it doesn't matter. Say this, and I'm going to tell you one thing. There's only one person who's ever gone to the other side of the grave and come back. And his name is? His name is? The only one. Amen? And then he rose in. The Bible says he went up into heaven. Put that verse back up if you would. And he said, go and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes, I don't know about you, I can't believe for you, but I believe, and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. A couple weeks ago we had all those testimonies of people who have been delivered from drugs and delivered from alcohol and healed and saved and set free. And that's what we're doing here. In my name, in the name of what? Jesus they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, not like the Arkansas people do, amen, around their necks, not like that. Not to test God. It's if they happen to run into a snake. And sometimes those snakes can be people, just saying. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will. Has anybody in here been healed? Let me see your hands. They will recover. Amen. How many need a healing this morning? Amen. You can get it this morning. And then it says, and then after that, the Lord spoke to them. He was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. That's where he is right now, Jesus. And they went out and preached. Where'd they go preach? Who preached? All of them. Where'd they preach? Everywhere. And the Lord was working, this is the key, with them. You know, why God, you know why this church looks like this? You know why God's moving? Because we're working with God. This isn't a, if it's man-made, it's not going to happen. This is us working with the Lord and the Lord working with us. And it says through the word, sorry, with, with them and confirming, confirming what the Bible says, that the word, through the word, with accompanying signs, amen. That's the vision. Reach, teach, send. We go out and we evangelize. The whole conference, every year, is always silver-lined with we've got to go out and preach. We've got to get out of our comfort zones. Not be a couch potato, amen? D take some risks. Do something for God. This morning, if you're in this church and you don't want to do something for God, you're not going to be comfortable. We're going to challenge you, and we're going to come and tell you that you need to do something for God because somebody out there needs to hear about Jesus, and they're only going to hear about Jesus from you. 
Amen. They need to hear it. Look what Romans chapter 10 says. This is, I'm just showing what the Bible says. Romans 10 says they need to hear it. How then are they going to call on Jesus if they haven't believed? We say everybody's heard of Jesus. You may be here this morning and think everybody's heard of Jesus in the United States of America. They may have heard the name, but they don't know who he is. That was part of my message was we got to be full, so full of the Holy Spirit and we got to be living our lives in such a way. Leave that verse up, please. Living our lives in such a way that we don't give a false message off to the people. They need to see in us that we believe in who we're talking about. Let me just throw this in here, by the way. Maybe sometimes the reason we don't witness like we should is because we don't, we don't believe it. Because when you believe in something, you talk about it. When you, when you meet someone, you're going to find out what they're passionate about within five minutes. Amen. And I gave this example at the conference, and I wasn't planning it, but the Holy Spirit just gave one, even in my notes, that, about how Shaquille O'Neal, that big seven-foot-two basketball player, would do, would do ads for the Kia Optima. The Kia Optima. And just so happens that we rented a Kia Optima at conference. I'm 6'4", and yes, I did fit in it, but I'm not 7'2". And, and do you think Shaquille O'Neal, first of all, could fit in a Kia Optima? No. So he's advertising for something because they're paying him, not because he can fit. That's false advertising right there. I promise you, they had to take the front seat out to get him in there. Because I, was, I, I wasn't hitting my knees, but I wouldn't know way 7'2". 350-pound guy was going to get in there. And then on top of that, I know Shaquille O'Neal ain't driving a Kia Optima. <laughs> Amen. So the thing is, do we believe in who we're talking about? When we see people getting saved, it's because we're telling them about someone who is our being, our reason for existing, the reason we wake up in the morning, our everything, not just someone we come say hi to at church on Sunday. He's everything to us. He's our, he, the Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. So how are they going to call on him if they haven't believed? How will they believe in if someone they haven't heard of? That's passing out that Jesus card. That's giving that track. That's telling someone Jesus loves you. It's not hard to do. And you say it in a way that, it, that you mean it. Amen? And hopefully you're smiling when you say it. We were at some restaurant on, on Thursday together with the family and I don't, I don't even remember where it was, what day it was, but some waitress, I just told her, Jesus loves you. And she just started crying. She said, Jesus loves you too. But I made her day. Now, she was probably a believer, but what she wouldn't have been, she's still going to hear, Jesus loves you. And we say it in a way that it touches them. Amen? But this is the gospel. This is what we're living. This isn't something we just do. It's who we are. So how are they going to believe on someone they haven't heard? And how shall they hear without a What? Tell me, that's, my, that's your job, pre preacher. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me, that's your job, preacher. Wrong. That's our job. Tell the person next to you, you're a preacher. Tell the person next to you, you don't need a pulpit. You, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't deserve to be behind this pulpit if you don't preach in the street, if you don't preach in the store, if you don't preach at the bank. Amen. You got to get people saved. You got to tell people about Jesus. Next verse to finish this part. And then it says, How shall they preach unless they are sent? See, Pastor, what's our vision? There it is. 
How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. That's what we're doing. We're going out and we're preaching on the square. We're going out and we're doing backpack outreaches. We're going out and we're passing out flyers and Jesus cards. And listen, all the outreaches we do are great. But the way this church was built and the way a real church is built is one-on-one evangelism. You telling people about Jesus at your workplace, at your school, in your neighborhood, and they see that you believe what you li- that you're living what you believe. And then they say, I want what that has, what you have. And there's a chain of grace that goes through the church. One person touches another person. If you don't have somebody in this church right now that you brought to church this year, make a goal. Can I, can I just put you on the record? How many will say, Lord, help me bring someone into this church this year? Let me see your hand. Someone that doesn't, and listen, not someone that goes to church. Okay? Not go call someone. Hey, I know, I know you go to church. You probably don't like your church, do you? Want to come over to ours? No. Not a sleepover. Go get someone who's on drugs. Go get someone who's rich and needs Jesus. Go get that gangster. Go get that doctor. Go get that nurse. Go get that brother. Go get that sister. Go tell someone Jesus loves them. Amen. Go get them all. Bring them in. And let them sit by you. And then when they get baptized and do the next step class and maybe someday go out to preach, you can say, I invited that person to church. In a humble, glorifying God way, it's exciting to see somebody do something for God. This is our vision. But today, the reason I say I'm preaching the best message I've ever preached is you're going to see our vision in action. My wife and I started that church in in Costa Rica, in Pavas, that today is still there. Pastor Carlos and Gloria were at the conference, and they're still preaching the gospel in that city. And then we were blessed to come here and have such great people to take our church. And many of you know, as you've just heard today, what a blessing it is to have my, one of my best friends as my assistant pastor, who we've labored together in the ministry together, and, and, and know that, that he would never do anything to hurt me. We're brothers. Our kids are married to each other. We have a grandkid together. It's a powerful thing, what God can do when you just say, God, I believe in the vision. And then we came here, and as he said, and started just out of that living room, and then we said, we're going to plant churches. That's the vision of our church. It's the vision of our fellowship. That's what we do. But how many know planting churches isn't easy? And today we're going to do something that's going to be sacrificial for our church. Some of you may know what's going on. Some of you may not, and it's kind of good that either, either way, it's, it's a blessing for everybody. But we're going to start some more churches out of our church. We're going to plant some more churches this morning out of this church. Um, four years ago, three or four years ago, we, started, we sent Pastor Dylan and Ashley to Tanzania. Sorry, let me go back and do this right this time. I messed up in the first service. Three or four years, no, five or six years ago, we, we, and by the way, I got up Friday night, put my foot in my mouth a lot last week somehow. Started with the Mexican pastors being here and the pupusas and Mexican food and all that. So I just kept the flow. I got up Friday night to give my report, and I had already had Pastor Jose give his before me and totally forgot to transition and, and present the transition of Pastor Dylan and Ashley coming back. And was literally walking off the stage, and everybody was like, and so I had to go back up and fix it. So I'm fixing it this second service. 
We sent Pastor Dylan and Ashley out to Carrollton five or six years ago. Then they said they have a heart for Tanzania, so we sent out Pastor Dwayne and Myra to Carrollton to take their place. Then, after that, Pastor uh, Dylan and Ashley went to t- Tanzania. Then just uh, two years ago, we sent Pastor um, Jesse and Julie to Bowie. Some of y'all don't even know we have these churches. Last year, we sent Pastor Jose to Costa Rica. And today, we're going to plant four churches. Four in one day. Somebody tell the person next to you, that's crazy. That's crazy right there. It is. That's crazy. But we're, ra- we're Jesus freaks. And we're radical. And we're going to send out some of our best people today to go touch some other cities for Jesus. Amen? So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this a little more, but I want you to be a little more excited. And that first service hadn't got their coffee yet, and they were a little bit dead, but I want you to be a little more alive. Out of this church in Denton, Texas this morning, we're going to send into Farmer's Branch, Jerry and Veronica Crespo. Amen. They're back serving, amen, out of Denton, Texas, into Fort Worth, Texas, Nestor and Priscilla Munoz. Hallelujah. Out of Denton, Texas, into Garland, Texas. Brian and Joy Welloway. Amen. Out of Denton, Texas, into South Dallas, John and Ceci Flores. Come on, let's give them a big thank God this morning. Hallelujah. Pastor Mario's coming. Amen. Thanks again for listening. If you want to hear more messages, please subscribe to our podcast channel. And if you like it, consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. For more content from VWO Denton, Go to our website at vwotexas.com.